electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Hi, I'm CNBC producer Katie Kramer, and thank you for listening to Squawk Pod. I'd like to warn you that today's podcast discusses suicide and the experiences of impacted family members. Today on our special podcast, highlighting the youth mental health crisis with two business titans, investor Ken Langone. Our goal here is, over a period of five years, is to build an organization with literature, with knowledge, with encouragement for all these colleges, because they all have the problem. And former Honeywell CEO and chairman of Radical Hope, Larry Bossidy. It's tragic, and they come to school often overwhelmed, and whatever we can do to provide them some peace and tranquility and happiness, that's one of our great missions. They are calling on leaders now in business communities to support Radical Hope's program of resilience for a new generation. It isn't a surprise. In many cases, you have clear signs. And all we want to do is to make sure everybody is aware of the risk, of the challenge, of the danger. If we can save one life, then it'll have been all worth it. It's Thursday, November 25th, 2021. Squawk Pot begins right after this. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. You're listening to Squawk Pod from CNBC. And in this podcast, where we present the best moments from our three-hour morning show, you know that we bring you ideas and experiences from some of the biggest names in business. Today, the tragic personal experience of a veteran chief executive has led to a surprising but necessary conversation about mental health, particularly for young adults in the U.S. Larry Bossidy, a longtime friend of Squawk Box and an experienced guest host, was the CEO of Allied Signal Corporation, later Honeywell, in the 1990s. This followed a 30-plus year career at General Electric. He has teamed up with Home Depot founder and billionaire philanthropist Ken Langone on a new initiative born not of the boardroom, but of hope, radical hope. I caught up with Joe Kernan in the car on his way home from the studio at the NASDAQ in Times Square. Recording in progress. Hello. Hello. Hi, thanks so much, Joe. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? And we started with why these two men in their 80s are thinking about the pressures faced by a much younger generation. 
I mean, we know about Ken Langone and NYU and Langone and, and all of the philanthropy Ken's involved with in, in terms of New York University and a hospital and everything else. So he's all over the place. But Larry, who not everybody knows that, uh, has, I think, nine kids. And, you know, I, I know Larry pretty well. I think he's got maybe not 40 grandkids, but I've asked him about it. He says, and he told me he knows all their names, but not their birthdays. I want to ask you about a time when Larry Bossidy was on Squawk Box about three years ago. Live from the beating heart of business, New York, this is Squawk Box. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Squawk Fall of 2018. Do you remember this? And our guest host today is former Honeywell CEO and CNBC contributor Larry Bossidy. Larry, got a lot of work to do ahead of you. A lot of heavy lifting today. That's good. That's good. We got much to talk about. Let's start with U.S. equity futures. This morning, you are going to see you, Becky, and Andrew were interviewing William Shatner. You can remind me. I remember the Shatner interviews because he's my idol. Shatner was promoting his memoir, and he spoke memorably about the loss of his wife 20 years before. Grief assuages, and, and you learn to live with it. And while sharing, he mentioned work he does with people suffering from tinnitus. I have talked many people recently, a couple of weeks ago, talked people down from suicidal impulses by assuring them it'll get better. Thank you. How's that for a... That is actually a, a big pick-me-up. That is something yeah. that people need to hear, particularly with well, some of the events we've seen recently. Well, that's why I said it, uh, that, there, that there's... The, the, the last uh, thing you want to do is end it completely because there are ways of getting around it. Okay. That, you know, that resonates with me because we've just had a family tragedy where a 20-year-old grandson, a student at Gonzaga, committed suicide. He had uh, an attachment disorder, which often befalls adopted uh, children, and he was one. And uh, we just couldn't get through it. So his parents, uh, Pam and Phil Martin, have uh, founded a foundation. And with the idea, particularly of young people, trying to early identify and treat mental illness. Uh, I'm committed to it. I don't often say these things on air, but this troubles me deeply. And I'd what like to find a What a wonderful opportunity for you to be able to say that by something I've brought up for you to be able to maybe between us we can save a life. It wasn't prearranged, and I thank you. Exactly. It wasn't prearranged. And I saw you looking at me and I'm wondering why. And now I, I understand you were uh, wrestling with the idea of, uh, of saying something. I, I personally am so glad you said something. Yeah. Thank Thank you. Me too. I'm sorry. Thank, I didn't you. Know that. Thank you. And it was this kind of one of those amazing moments, you know, an actual human connection between between two guests. But that was the first time I had ever heard Larry Bossidy tell that particular story, and I think it probably took a lot for him to say that. Yep, from just yeah, especially knowing the way Larry is as a leader and and his persona over the years at GE and Honeywell and and the, the management books that that he writes, he's a pretty hard scrabble, tough guy, sort of uh, you know in charge, decisive CEO, and it is funny the way that disparate parties can come together on something like that. They did have a meeting of the uh, uh, of the mind. You know, I have a son in college, I have a daughter in college. Uh, it, it's, you throw in the pandemic and then you throw in the, the pressure of social media and, you know, where you're never really away from the peer group pressure when in, in today's world. I, I don't claim to understand it completely because I'm not on all those things, but I, 
I just can't imagine how daunting and, and uh, challenging it is for, for young people. Uh, it's always been hard and it's got to be even harder. And I think that uh, that deeply affected Larry. And I think he decided this is something that, that I want to do in, in terms of trying to understand what happens. And, and, you know, like so many parents or grandparents that tragedy like that happens to them and you're, you're sort of at a loss in hindsight, what you could have done, but you're, you're at a point where maybe you can make a difference for, in some other family's life. The Radical Hope Foundation, founded by the parents of Larry's grandson, Chris Martin, has launched Radical Health, a skills-based program that offers first-year college students the space, the tools, and the resources to talk about mental health and to ask for help. The program was developed in partnership with New York University. Here's Joe and Becky Quick with Larry Bossidy and Ken Langone. It's great to see uh, both of you gentlemen. and Nice to be with you. Obviously, Larry, this is near and dear to you because you lost a, uh, a grandson um, who died by suicide. It was, I think, a junior at Gonzaga. And it's, I have a son that's a freshman at, at college. It's daunting. College is daunting enough but in terms of academics and, and all the social pressures and, and everything else. And... and I think they need to be monitored to make sure everything's okay. And I think that's one of the goals of, of, of what we're trying to highlight here. It is, Joe. And uh, following the suicide, uh, the parents of the, of the person who committed suicide founded Radical Hope with the idea of trying to help these kids as they come into college. And in cooperation with NYU, we put together uh, a pretty comprehensive curriculum. There are one-hour sessions that, are, that take place over a month. Uh, it's free to the colleges with whom we partner. We're in 10 right now, and we focus on connectivity with themselves, with others around them, and empowerment and resilience. We tr we'd like to have these young people have the confidence to ask for help. And if they do, we think, we, I don't know what, what kind of impact we're going to have, but if we can save one life, then it'll have been all worth it. It's something dear to my heart and we're making progress. Ken's been a great help. And so we're off to a good start. Ken, I, I, I don't know where to start with you. I mean, it, between, um, you know, Harlem uh, Children's Zone, between, so you, you're all over the place. NYU Medical Center. Um, I'm like horse manure, right? I'm all over. You, you are all over the place. And how did you, I mean, obviously you're, you're close to Larry. How, what, what got you involved? Well, that was the best reason in the world to be involved. Larry's been a dear friend for many, many, Larry and Nancy, wonderful family. 31 grandchildren, nine kids. I don't know how the hell he had time for work, but he did. But, but when uh, Larry explained to me the goal here, it made all kinds of sense. By the way, Joe, clarify one thing. NYU, this is NYU, the university, which We're is- not the medical center. Well, the medical center will do whatever it can to help when right. asked. Okay. But the push here, and the, the big thing is for all of these kids in colleges to keep their eyes out and alert. The, the signals are there. These kids that are struggling, these kids, that would go to the extreme of taking their own lives. It isn't a surprise. In many cases, you have clear signs. And all we want to do is to make sure everybody is aware of the, of the risk, of the challenge, of the danger. But thank God for Larry and his family. What they've done here is spectacular. And you know, we, we've got great uh, feedback from uh, the people who have employed the program. We want to touch a million people. Some people say that's an awesome, uh, uh, target, but nonetheless, that is our objective. And as I say, we're in 10 schools now, including Wesleyan and Fairfield University of Miami. 
with more to come. So I think we can make a difference, and that's our intention. What, what, what all does it entail, Larry? What do you plan for it to entail, Vince? And, it, and it, it, where's the funding? How much funding would you need? Would there be, would there be counseling? Is there, I mean, some mental health is, it's not as easy as just talking to someone. Sometimes it's a, a neurochemical issue. I, I, you know, it's, it's a very complex issue. How, how do you try to, to, to make a difference? What's, what Joe, the, the most effective thing we see so far is we have a leader at one of these schools teaching these seminars and kids talking among themselves. In other words, having the confidence to express what's on their mind and as a consequence, asking for help when needed. And we, we think uh, with that in a curriculum that's comprehensive in terms of what we want to discuss, uh, I think we can make a difference in the, the response so far, it's just been terrific. I mean, the pandemic didn't help, did it, Larry? No, it made things worse. And these kids are, have been, they, you know, the suicide rate for young people is up 56% in 10 years. It's a remarkable, and it's tragic. And they come to school often overwhelmed, and whatever we can do to, get, to provide them some peace and tranquility and happiness, that's one of our great missions. Uh, Joe, you mentioned fundraising. Let me, what excites me, Larry's a very matter of fact and a very successful businessman, and we're both being objective about it. We're going to give this thing five years, and we're going to see if we can get traction. The idea here is awareness. The idea is the colleges and universities to having their own people doing this. Now, in the case of a lot of colleges, they don't want to admit they have a problem, but they do have a problem. Our goal here is over a period of five years, is to build an organization with literature, with knowledge, with encouragement for all these colleges, because they all have the problem. Larry pointed out this morning, 64% of all kids that drop out of college drop out of college because of mental illness. So th there's a big, big market here. And I think, Larry, it's the second largest killer of teenagers between 18 and 24. Yeah, it is indeed. I mean, this is a serious, so... What we're doing here is applying what we learned and what we know about business in a very way, a strong way. And Larry's family has been absolutely, the whole family, God bless them. They put their shoulder to the wheel. And, and I would say this, Joe, that I'll take advantage of this moment. We'd love to have financial support. We're doing it right now. It's doing very, very well. But we want to get a broader base and we want other colleges and universities to call us and say, come on in and help us. Tell us some of the things we should do and how we should do it. That's our goal. We get feedback all the time with our curriculum and we listen to it and we make adjustments as necessary. And we don't worry about what caused it. There's other people trying to diagnose what, what has caused some of this uh, concern among these incoming freshmen. We're dealing with what, it's, what, what is real, what it's like. And if we can be helpful to these people and, and, and fend off some of their more uh, significant thoughts in terms of exaggerations of life, that's what we're going to do. You know, Larry made a point here about the now. I had a dear friend of mine, a surgeon, a great surgeon, who's had an expression, you can't do anything about what happened five minutes ago. Our purpose, our goal is to identify those kids that for whatever reason aren't reaching out for help and assuring them there's a better life, there's a better future for them, and we've got to help them figure out how, that, how to get to that future and the help they need. That's what we're trying to do. Larry and Ken, it's great to see both of you. We especially both on something, you. Well, especially on something that's so important. You know, thank you for speaking out about this and trying to make a difference. Ken, you just said something that kind of caught me off guard, though, the, the idea that universities don't want to admit this. Are, are you all having problems getting into more universities? You want more? Not at all. No, not at all. 
but but there are they don't want to speak to the challenge or the issue because it's not a pleasant issue and 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 they don't want the worry of maybe motivating a kid this is exactly the opposite we're saying all those eyeballs of all those students and all those professors and all those administrators the kid that's prone to do this is sending signals out he's sending or she's sending signals out that a fair it is indeed and all we're saying is catch him and let get together with that kid and and bring them through this period of depression and that's what it is and so we partner with these schools it's free of charge uh and some of the programs that we see frankly are not of great substance so we think we can bolster those programs to everyone's benefit and begin to fend off this situation which is tragic as i mentioned a moment ago look this is a national crisis there's nothing that's going to impact our future more than giving all of our kids hope the wonderful thing about today versus 50 years ago when people suffered mental illness it was a it was a secret it was you whispered it thank god today we're more open about it and we have the opportunity to reach out to these kids and assure them there's a life ahead for them maybe a little difficult maybe they came from bad situations and whatever the reasons let's help these kids to a better life and this is what our goal is particularly these kids that are struggling mentally and get it out on the table and talk about it so we can provide some help that's the first step yeah people don't want to talk about it understandably but now they're more willing to and the more willing they are the more help we're going to be it's a more fertile area to, to talk about now given you know what we've seen in some of the olympic athletes and so tennis all, all along it, it it is a real issue and it's not something that, that you need to you know hide uh, or keep exactly. under wraps exactly uh, it, it's no longer a stain on a person's body or a conscience it's a disease it's a serious disease and it needs to be addressed like any other disease but you can't address the cure I should say apply the cure unless you identify the illness. And that's what we're all about. We want to identify these kids that are struggling, that are, that are drowning in their own minds. So if you want to help us, go to RadicalHopeFoundation.org and be a part of us as we try to at least deal with this difficult situation. I know, Joe, you have a college freshman and you're keeping your eye on him as closely and as the you can. Senior. And, and, and that's, a college that's, senior, I've got my I, very, one on each, both on both. Or hey, by the way, a plug for age. Here are two 86-year-old men, <laughs> as passionate as we've ever been in from the day we went to work 65, 66 years ago, right? <laughs> right. Joe, we need to broaden the process of diversity of thought in colleges and universities in America. That's another big issue in America. We've got to address the need for open discourse. All right, Ken Langone, thank you, Larry Bossidy, thanks, and, and thanks for bringing us uh, this, this all to us before. I hadn't seen it anywhere else, and, and it's, it's, a, it's a very good idea. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. All Have right. a nice day, everybody. Okay. Thank you, you Beck. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Squawk Pod today and every day. On this Thanksgiving holiday, we are grateful for you and for your families and for hope. Squawk Box is hosted by Joe Kernan, Becky Quick, and Andrew Ross Sorkin. Thank you to Joe for sharing his thoughts today. This podcast is produced by me, Katie Kramer, Cameron Costa, and Caroline Rahotis. John Lazaration edits Squawk Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Squawk CNBC. Send us your thoughts, comments, or anything else on your mind. And we'll meet you back here tomorrow. Andy. 
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.